Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought, and this is episode number 13. And in today's episode, we start out, what did we start out talking about? Uh, my dream that I had today. The dreams, and trying to remember dreams, and actually getting into the habit of writing them down with the hope of one day being able to control them. Yeah, lucid dreaming. Uh, and then what we do, oh, I was like, what else do we do? Oh, we touch a little bit on just my time on the set of Widows. Last week, I was on Empire for 15 hours. And then the very next day, I went on the set of Widows, and we talk a little bit about that. And then we end up winding our way eventually to the conversation of how we're living in more of a childish culture. Youthful. Youthful, Uh, youthful, yeah. Youthful versus adult-oriented culture. And responsibility. And and having responsibility. (laughs) And then we wrap things up by talking about what everyone's talking about right now. What your, is it, your, your dose of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones! Because winter is, is here. Coming. Winter is here. Damn it! <laughs> I forgot. And with that, we, we hope, hope you, you enjoy. enjoy. <laughs> They've only been saying winter is here for six seasons. Winter is coming. Or winter is coming. Jeez, you can't even get it right. Guess what happened, or guess what I did today? What did you do today? I went ahead and I recorded one of my dreams. You, you record, remember when we were talking about oh, that? Yeah. The first from, two, God, that was like episode four. Yeah, so we were talking about uh, lucid dreaming and how several yeah. years ago I would write down all my dreams and then I began to be able to lucid dream. And uh, so I did that this morning for the first time in a long time, and I was pretty excited about it. Are you serious? Yeah, so... Okay, so the weirdest thing happened to me is I had I had this very vivid dream this morning, and it was... Oh, I was, so, cl- I was so close to writing it down, but that was so weird because that's the first time that that's happened. It I took mean, me I, a few I, tries. So, yeah. like, this happened uh, a couple times, and I was, it was, like, four in the morning. It's like, I can't do it. And then today I was like, okay, do it, Victor. You can do it. And I was also because I was, like kind of somewhat ready to start the day. It wasn't like in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, and so I write it down in my new dream journal, my notebook, which... which Did you purchase this journal specifically for your dreams? I did, which we'll come back to that purchase later. And we're, ta- we're talking about nighttime dreams, not like yeah, aspirational not just like, dreams. Yes, correct. Like, yeah, actual like weird-ass dreams when you wake up. When the dreams... The laws inside the dreams are so real, and then you wake up and you're like, "That would never happen," or "My house doesn't look like this," or weird. But it's stuff but like there's that. that moment of disorientation. Yes, when yes, you yes. Get out of it. Um, so my dream was it was so crazy. I was at my house, and someone came over. Somebody it like these guys came over. I somehow don't know how I know them, but I kind of knew them. I don't know. And they were, uh, they were kind of like shady a little bit. I was like, okay, whatever. They're just being guys, like whatever. But then, as time went on in the dream, I'm like, no, these guys are shady about something. And then I figure out, like, oh, they're drug dealers. That's why they're being. That's why they're so shady. Um, and they're they're asking for like all these weird st- all this weird stuff, which I don't know what's going on. But like Allen wrench, like different tools and stuff to like fix something. And they're like in my basement. And I just thought it was so odd. I wanted them to get out of my house, but I didn't want to, like, be pushy. So I just let them, like, okay, they'll just fix this shit and they'll leave. And essentially they leave. 
and then they come back and then they leave and then somehow I already knew like oh there's like a rival gang that wants their drugs and they're coming to my I'm somehow mm-hmm. involved in yeah. this now and so the two guys that are shady are gone the drugs are somewhere hidden in my house and I think I know where they are they're like in my bed or something but like I'm locking my doors and I don't understand. Why we just can't get this? <laughs> and we have our regularly scheduled sound technical issue of the day. I just want to check out to where it left off. So, so, so yeah. they're locking my. So I'm locking my doors. Um, they show up with like a bottle, like bottles of liquor, like to try and look, make it look like, hey, we're here to party, but really, like, like a disguise almost, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh my goodness. So I keep the doors locked, and. Um, just like weird shit is going on that I can't really exp- I can't really put into words right now because it's a dream and it's happening in some other dimension. Uh, essentially, like I'm calling nine one one. Like I fucking need you guys. You don't understand. And the person on the, the okay, okay. So let me understand. Like so this is going on and the nine one one operator is is like, are you like? Do you understand the gravity of the situation? I don't think you do. The people that are calling this number 99% of the time are in a pretty tight situation where they need somebody's help. Mm. Like, okay, um, so let me understand it. No, hello! I, like, I remember in the, in the dream, I was like, no, there, I was, oh, I was whispering. I was like, there are armed men in my house. I'm the only person here. I need you guys to send help. They're, they're you know, I can't talk to you live. They're going to, they'll find me. Because they're in the house looking around, but they, like, didn't look upstairs, which was is where I was. Was your family there, or no? Uh, no. Well, it's weird. They were okay. when the shady people were there. Okay. But then they weren't. So it's nothing happened where it's like, oh, they left. The just, all of a sudden, the variables just changed in the middle of the dream, and it just made sense to me. Just something weird like that. Um, and I walk outside my house, and all of a sudden, my house is, like, next to this outdoor mall. So I'm running around this outdoor mall, like, on the phone with 911, trying to, like, get help. And then all of a sudden I stop, and, like, one of the drug dealers, like, sees me. And then I, like, grab him by the throat with one arm, and I have his throat in one hand and the cell phone in the other. And I, all of a sudden I get a superpower to just, like, like cartoon-like swing him around left and right. And... He was, arms and limbs were flailing and hitting the faces of the other two drug dealers behind him. And then I smash him up and down. And I thought of, I think, I thought of, um, actually, that scene, which, uh, I didn't want to bring this up right now, but I will, which we'll come back to later. That scene in Westworld where Bernard kills that one woman. Oh, yeah. Because I oh, yeah. smash him against the ground and I see like some blood on the ground and I just keep smashing him up and down and just k- straight up kill him, and I'm just like whatever this is self defense because these guys are crazy and I, um, I'm running around, and somehow then there's like children involved, that have are armed with scalpels, and they're trying to get me like Game of Thrones style. It's weird, yeah, and this sounds so horrible, but I like was able to grab the scalpel from one of them, and I just straight up stabbed him in the gut a few times. Oh, my God. I just stabbed him in the gut a few times. And then another one came up to me, took that one out. Another one came up to me, took that one out. And I remember thinking to myself, like, okay, 
I, I'm going to keep two scalpels in this back right pocket and one scalpel in my left back pocket because I took a scalpel from each demon child that I killed. Oh, um, they're demon children. Yeah, oh, yeah. And sure then, like the then the drug dealers were there, but they weren't the same. They were the same drug dealers, but they were different because it was just so weird. That's how dreams are. Oh, yeah. And um, the police are coming, but then they're going to run away. But now I'm like, no, I have resisted the urge to the the flight of the fight or flight response. I'm fighting. I'm ready. Like I'm filled with testosterone. I'm ready to kill, and seek vengeance. Yeah. Even though nothing was done to me, they just <laughs> broke into my house looking for something that wasn't mine. Of course. And so the guy turns around to run away, and I stop and I think for a moment, and then I ran after him and I jump, uh, jump behind him, and I think I was about to like cut his throat with the scalpel. Sounds so terrible. If someone's just like fast forwarding and just like hearing this shit, this is a dream. But then my buddy Chris uh, is right in front and he like cut off the guy's ears with a pair of, ear with a pair of scissors out of nowhere. And then the dream ended and I woke up and I was just like, what the fuck was that? It was so weird. Oh my God. It was so weird. And prior to that, I had a glimpse of a dream where like I was in some concrete area, parking garage or an underground tunnel or something like that, and there was like all I remember is there was a lobster lobster sized scorpion that I grabbed with tongs and that was the only image that I can retain from that particular dream. Wow. So how long did it take you to write down this dream? Like a thirty minutes. Really? Yeah. So you were just writing for thirty minutes everything that you can remember. I'm like shit. <sighs> Yeah. Okay, I think you've inspired me. There, I think there was a purpose to me also having a very vivid dream. Yeah. Because it, it reminded me, because in that moment, I was thinking, because I ended up getting up at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was one of those transitions, and it was it was maybe 5.45, and I'm like, well, I'm going to be up in 15, 20 right. minutes anyway. Why not just get up? And so it was one of those things where I just laid in bed for five minutes and, and sort of lost the flow. No, 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 I got, oh. I got up afterwards. But um, I was thinking to myself, before I waited those five minutes, I'm gonna get up and write, and then I waited five minutes and lost the okay. lost the motivation. But you telling me that story, yeah, I think I'm I'm going to next time do what you did, do it. which is actually do it. Well, what happened this morning? I had the dr- the dream with the lobster sized scorpion. There was more to that dream, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah. I remember though, I was too tired to get out of my bed, and I was about to grab my phone and just talk into it and record it. Uh, just do a voice memo, record it that oh, way, yeah. and then get back and write to it. And I was just like, uh, yeah, boom, and then went down. And then I woke up, and I was feeling more refreshed, ready to start the day. I was like, okay, time to crank this this second dream out. Yeah. And there was one other one that I can't remember. Um, that's awesome. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I, that's um, great to hear, though. I I have a purple college ruled notebook. I got purple because I thought that would be that represents like dream like yeah. type stuff. Purple space color. and universe. But speaking of notebooks and colors, my trip to Walgreens. Okay, this was it took me like four times. To- okay, so for several years, my original notebook that I've had that I've run out of pages of pages of is gray. Okay, okay. I have another one that's green. I've, it's gotten to the point where they've out of, I'm out of pages. I've gone back to other pages where there's open white space, yeah. and now everything's just completely out of order, just for random stuff that I yeah. do, not just 
my dreams with like notes in class and other stuff. Okay, I had to get another notebook. And in my, I decided, I was like, I'm going to, I need a blue notebook. Blue is going to be, be the next color. Okay. I went to Walgreens like four times looking for a blue college ruled notebook. Okay. Goodness. Um, and they never had it ever. What really upset me though was the vast array of wide ruled notebooks. Okay. Let that sink in. I've never noticed. Wide ruled notebooks. Those are like the worst. I'm not like. Why are they they the worst? Because they're just stupid. Like they're just so dumb. They just take up so much space. (laughs) You persuaded me. So much. You can have so much more. Because they're stupid. (laughs) Because the because the uh, lines are bigger and you can fit more on one page with college ruled and with wide ruled. You know what? If if there was something above college college ruled, like if you want to call it like uh, intellect ruled. Like if they were, if there were twice as many lines on one page in an intellect ruled notebook than a college ruled, I would buy that one. You know what I'm saying? So the smaller the line, the better. Smaller you know, lines, so you can just keep writing a bunch of stuff on one fair. page. Okay, okay, I see your, I see your point. And I, and someone's argument might be, oh, but children write bigger. You know what? They can write inside of a college ruled notebook. Now that you mention it, actually, you know what? When you know I, what I'm saying? when I do have those. What they're wide ruled the the, the the biggest ones. The, yeah, they're thicker. I do. The know. margins are the same, but they're slight. The, the actual horizontal lines are thicker. I've never thought about it, but I I have I just double those up naturally. I just na- really I, I, I do two lines. Interesting. Yeah, it works well enough. Um, but okay, yeah, yeah. You've, you anyway. you you have you know what I'm saying? Me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I was there. Points. I got my blue notebook, <laughs> okay. and then I got okay. a purple one. I stood around for a little bit with my dick in my hand, trying to figure out if I wanted to get a single, uh, single uh, subject note, two single subject notebooks, or one, three, three subject subjects. notebook, just in case. And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my trip to uh, Walgreens. <laughs> Finally got that done that. after like a month of searching. That's ridiculous that you went back like four times. I just know, for right? The, the blue. Notebook. Well, I went back one time to like specifically look for the notebook. It wasn't there, so I walked out. I went back another time because I had to go like buy something from there, and I just checked it out. And I went back another time to buy something from there, and I just checked it out. And then this time I went there, I think specifically for this stuff. I don't know. And you, just, you decided. I think it was purple. three times. I think it was three times, as I hold up four fingers. Three times. <laughs> We'll get, we'll, get, we'll get there. It's been a long day. No, well, the purple one jumped out to me. It just screamed, dreams. And so I grabbed that one. Okay. So I got the blue and the purple. Wait, I thought you said they didn't have blue. Did I miss something? To this time, they did. Oh, okay. When I went around. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a blue one now. Okay. I got a blue one now for my cl- notes at Second City. <laughs> I, I thought we were going to leave that, that Yeah, the blue one. No, okay. yeah, sorry. The blue one <laughs> I had in mind because I wanted that for my new miscellaneous notebook. All right. The purple one specifically for dreams, uh, and so I'm currently satisfied in my stationary needs. It's crazy that you, yeah, I mean, you have these notebooks and they eventually just fill up. I always lose notebooks. If I have empty ones, they always just disappear, like my socks. Yeah, that was. I was thinking about the disintegrating sock story because I have a few that are reaching that stage. They're, they don't have holes in it yet, but you, there's a noticeable... There's a noticeable, like, film or, like, yeah. a l- very thin layer that the fabric actually attaches to almost. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird. I'll bring one in for show and tell. Dude, I'm, 
I'm losing socks at a disturb- are these are these uh are these airline headphones? Yeah, they are. No, uh, they're uh, hotel. hotel. Oh, okay. Cheap ass. Yeah, I thought they're airline headphones because you have one that's. I, so I ran. I actually. I've ha- I've had a Bluetooth. I had a Bluetooth headphone, and I know I've talked with you about this before. Yes. But I've I've had a Bluetooth headphone. Yeah, and you it was left the it, in it was the most incredible thing. It was a. I can't even remember what the brand was anymore, but it was just a very simple design. It cordless. Yeah. I mean, once you go cordless, you can never go back. You just yeah, can't. Anything is possible. <laughs> Dude, the freedom of not having cords opens up a whole new world. You know how podcasts open up your world? Going cordless totally opens. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the earbuds or whatever that that Apple's Apple? putting putting out. Oh, I, the I cordless? Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, understand. I don't those. get those. Like those look stupid. And they would fall out. For my ears, they'd yeah. fall out. I, that doesn't work. I need something with a strap on the back yeah. to hold it in place. Yeah. And something, too, because I work out. Yeah. So something that's, like, Is there, resistant. like, springs or pressure that so that it's, like, pushing into your ear so they don't fall out? Or how is it? No, it just naturally curves in. The, okay. The, the okay. bend naturally just fits into your ear of whatever. And it's very it's a very pliable metal, whatever it okay. is. So. But... It's in Minnesota right now. I, I, I left it when I was visiting friends up in Minnesota. So they still have it. They just keep forgetting to bring it down. I'm a big fan of the uh, Apple headphones. I like the wire. I mean, I don't like the wire, but I prefer the wire Apple earbuds over the wireless earbuds. I don't know what you're talking about. The wire. The K- This thing. Oh, the traditional. The, the, the traditional. So a pair of Apple, Apple headphones yeah. I'm a fan of. With with the cords with your yes with the with the cord, with the cord. yeah okay um, Not with the wire because the same thing they look stupid and they would like fall out and I'd lose them yeah but the only time <laughs> I ever have an issue with the cord there's only two times where I'm just like this cord is a pain in the ass um, when I put it away and it gets like all tangled up you know what I'm saying yeah um, and when I'm at the gym and I'm doing uh, single arm bent over dumbbell rows when you're like on the bench you get mm-hmm. your palm on the bench and you're oh doing this oh my god having because, wires because is I have to switch I have worst. to switch pockets if I'm using my right arm I have yeah. to have my phone in my left pocket and then when I do the other arm I have to switch my phone and put it in the right pocket yeah. so it doesn't get tangled you don't even cord. realize yeah. how much extra energy yeah. having cords puts into your life <laughs> and so like you every cordless. time every time your cord is snagged on a door handle or something like that. Or oh gosh, on the number of times it like it, it just ripped, and ripped out of my ears, and I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" Oh, it got caught on this. Every time that happens before, I didn't think anything of it. After wireless, coming back to it, I just every time it happens, I think fucking cords. Yeah. Every time, okay. that's the only thing that I think is like, why do I have to have cords right now? And yeah. I'm, yeah, I don't want to. If I have one in Minnesota, I don't want to purchase another one. Right. Like. I'll, I'll wait, but it's just, it's a nuisance while yeah. I wait. Uh, it's one of those things that I'll put up with it. I may bitch about it because it's <laughs> temporary, but fucking cords, man. We need to, I mean, I love the fact that Apple removed head jacks. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. the future The future is cordless, man. And people just need to experience it. But Think these how ones, crazy it would be when we don't need these cord, these uh, um, XLR cables. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, once I mean, I'm sure they have that, but. But dude, I decimate your earbuds, earphones. Yeah, like, they suck sometimes. They, they really, I just go through them like nothing. Um. 
So what's, is there anything on your mind that you, well, I guess the earbuds. I have a couple other things, but I don't want to just keep talking and talking. And I don't, talking. I've been talking a bit. Um, oh, so I guess the last time we met was the oh, night. Oh, yeah, that's right. The night that I finished up on a 15-hour day on Empire. My, An awesome episode. I think our best one. My goodness. Yeah, that was a great episode of our podcast. Um, and then, so the next day, I think I mentioned I was going to be working on the set of this new movie called Widows. Yeah, you'd been you'd been pulled aside during the day and asked yeah. if you wanted to do so another project. So I'm there, and I recognize there's maybe like... So on Empire, there were probably about 300 people total. Yeah. It didn't seem like that much, <laughs> but if you counted it... I, someone said, I think there's three... We scheduled 300 of you guys, some that worked there. Okay. And for it, this black... For the yeah. Empire one. Oh, yeah. okay. But and so what I'm saying is for Widows, there's only about 75 people okay. of us. It was a way different vibe. <laughs> it was way smaller. Everybody there, most of them, people there were like random older folk. How many were at the first Empire shoot? Was that also through like 300? Uh, that was maybe like 150 or 200. It was less. It was fewer people. Okay. So this most, most recent one has been the, the it was least more. amount. No, this oh, most more. recent one, there was more. Okay, so it's the middle yeah and widows there was like 75 of us and it was a way different vibe because everyone on empire is between the ages of like i don't know like 18 and 30 i didn't meet anyone that was like a teenager but for the most part everyone was in their 20s okay and uh this vibe is like older folks a few younger people in between but the background for this was like a car auction so of course it's gonna be like people in their 40s or 50s you know what i'm saying mm. versus a bunch of people in their 20s it was outside just like fuck I'm in the sun this sucks uh, we're in the middle of a junkyard and so like anytime I could oh, really? I found I found a little spot where I'd like sit in this old ass van was it an actual junkyard or was it it was a an set? actual junkyard no it was a oh, real junkyard damn. and they were filming on this set on oh the, my on goodness the junkyard was it active while you guys were filming or uh, did they shut down the junkyard for no I think they shut it down I mean there wasn't any the only activity I saw going on was the uh, movie stuff okay yeah um, and so I'm like sitting in this old ass van. It's like hot outside. Um, I th- think I was wearing jeans. Damn. I can't remember. No, I changed into shorts, I think, last minute. Okay. I don't recall. I cannot remember, actually. No, I was wearing jeans. I think. I don't know. That, that detail is completely irrelevant. Uh, it was hot. That's all you got to know. Um, and what was cool though was because it was a smaller amount of people I got moved to where the uh, the main act I think her name was Elizabeth I want to say DeBecky or DeBicky I don't know her name was Elizabeth she was tall and later I googled her it's like oh shit you've worked you were in she was in The Great Gatsby and a few other major films but she's standing directly in front of me I'm behind her and off to the side and the camera with the crane was right in front of us. So I have a pretty... I think I'm very confident that I'll be in this. Because they're, of course, going to at least, at some point in the movie, use the close-up shot of her talking to this guy. And yeah. I'm standing right behind her. But then later, they moved it around a little bit. So, like, I wasn't right in front of the camera. So we'll see what happens when that movie comes out. But I'm pretty sure that I definitely have uh, some screen time in that one. That's awesome, man. That was only eight hours. And uh, the food was way better than Empire mm. um, that, that, 
for that day. Oh, it was getting. It was there were maybe like a handful of us that were on Empire the night before because I recognized a few people. There's maybe like eight or ten of us. I had some seafood paella. That shit was bomb, dude. That was the best. <laughs> seafood paella, but on um, set for the extras. Yeah, you eat the same food as everyone else. They just you just you're just last in line. Like the the whole hierarchy thing. Like okay. the, I think the actors ate on a different spot, but the crew. Yeah. Came ate the, off the same um, catering truck. Wow. And then after the crew, then the extras should go eat. Not a bad gig. Um, but yeah, it was cool. It was fun. Good to have another. Uh, go on another set of something. It was hot. It was shorter, but gosh, after that, I was so tired again. <laughs> well, eight hours, yeah, especially in the sun. Eight hours. That, well, actually, I was falling it. asleep like at the table, and because we were there for, I was probably there for about four hours before, three hours before, uh, I don't know, three or four hours before they were like, all right, extras come out. Because um, I was wow. like, right, if, I was like falling asleep at the table inside. I'm like, shit, now I actually have to go outside. <laughs> but it was cool. I was exhausted though. Because yeah. again, the night before, I'd only slept for two hours because I figured out I ate chocolate, 85% cacao <laughs> that had caffeine in it, and I slept for two hours, then worked on Empire for 15, then did this, then slept for about six hours after already being up for almost 24 hours. Yeah. After being up for 23 hours, actually. I went to bed at like three. So I was up for 23 hours, two hours of sleep the night before. So six hours of sleep was not cutting it. <laughs> Get home, finally. Shower, go to bed. Have you recovered since then? Oh, yeah, it's for sure. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's good to hear. Yeah. Man, yeah, that's hustling, man. I mean, I'm feeling uh, it's it's been a, a pretty busy week. I've been I've been I've been very satisfied with my week, the yeah. busyness of it so far. But yeah, dude, at Union we used to have film shoots. I don't know if I told you I've ever talked to you about the film shoots that we had at Union. What happened? Oh, I think I heard some. We've of it we've had a couple of shows. We uh, what's the law Law and Order Law and Order films a lot at Union in New York and. We had an episode of Person of Interest that was filmed uh, just down the street from Union. It's just weird seeing the places that you live close to being on camera. Okay, like, On yeah. a frequent basis, it's just interesting. Do you remember when... Like, yeah, uh, I know that place. Do you remember when they filmed... They filmed some movie, Downtown Glen Ellen, summer 2007. Yeah. With... Uh, Larry, the cable guy... Um, I think the the where he was a sheriff or office a police officer or something like that. Yeah, something like or that. Or law enforcement. I don't know. I think I was there with you. I think we were there together for a little I, bit. Yeah, it. I think so actually. Um, Damn, that was a while ago, two thousand seven. Yeah. Yeah, where they had the parade and the marching band and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I think we were. I think we ended up. Yeah. We or we might have crossed paths or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> And that concludes episode thirteen. <laughs> oh, what are, what are we at right now? We're like at thirty minutes or something. Man, I don't really I mean, know what else is on my mind. I don't really. I've been I've been I've been considering whether or not I want to get back into the public uh, service field. Okay. I've been sort of twisting in the wind about that. Just do it. Yeah, I know. What would you do? Well, 
that's the thing too is that I'm not entirely I mean ministry is what I know right like that's so that's just my natural inclination it's like I'm, I'm I feel like there's that push back in that direction you can start off by just grassroots everywhere you go. Have you heard the good news? <laughs> You're right. Do you know that Jesus loves you? Get the milk crate and stand out on yeah. the corner. Get get the cardboard with the, the magic marker. Yeah. That's a good start. Yeah, man. But just making those sort of life decisions and actually just doing it is, uh, you know, it's been, it's been consuming my uh, sort of, what do you call it? Not focus, but like background noise. Got it. Mind. It's like something that I keep coming back to. Yeah. Because it's like, dude, I'm turning thirty soon. I know. I, I'm gonna. I feel so like. I'm dreading turning thirty. I really am. Like I'm. I'm happy. I'm happy in my twenties because there's still that like. Oh, you know, I'm still. I'm still. Yeah. Very, I'm still very youthful. Like I'm still. You know. But once you hit those thirties, look man, forward to it. Because then, you, when you turn forty, you'll be like, "Oh, it's feeling the same about your thirties as you do about your 20s. Yeah, but I'll also be a little more established in life. I yeah. would imagine. Whereas right now, dude, I'm people not, these days, people that are in forties these days are like, okay, so I remember, I remember Chris Hardwick saying this, and here we go again, another episode of Extreme Thought referencing Chris Hardwick and the Nerdist. It's um, a record. Uh, saying how like. When and he's forty five, I think now or forty two or something like that. Chris Hardwick is. Oh yeah. And he's like, I feel youthful, but like even when we were growing up, I feel like people that were forty five were old, but nowadays I feel like people that are forty five are still on the younger side of things before you get old. Maybe it's because we're almost in our thirties, or I don't know. Well, no, I think I think that there is people. I should say in their forties. I feel are more come off as a little bit more hip or I wouldn't say hip, relaxed I would say, than people in their 40s from like 20 years ago. I would say youthful. I youthful, mean, yeah. Yeah, that pretty much There's some hip up. people out there. But, but I wouldn't say that that's necessarily a good thing. What? I, I really don't think it is. You're supposed to be like... No, because you have this, this delayed adolescence or whatever... There's a there's a, a United States senator who actually published a book about the 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 growing age in which you're considered basically free of responsibility, and the fact that they're and I you know I feel like yeah I I do this sometimes I feel like I'm I fall into that category of youthful indiscretions still like right I make indiscretions and it's okay because I'm still youthful, right? Yeah. And I, I, I don't do that often, but I, I do recognize that when I do it, it's part of this cultural thing of accepting that, well, people in their late 20s can still have youthful indiscretions because they're considered kids, more or less. I mean, shit, we had Donald Trump Jr. being called a kid at age 39. Like, is that our standard for kids now? Like, if you're under 40? Yeah, but if people are li- do people are li- people living longer these days than twenty years oh, ago? Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. So, but then... I mean, can you consider? But it's not a good thing. I feel like there was a certain during our parents' generation, you know, post this war era that they had, that there was a certain element of responsibility. When you hit eighteen, you were basically an adult with all the responsibilities that came from being an adult. There wasn't really the the family support. Yeah. Necessarily. And a lot of times it was because families were, you know, scrapping by as it was. 
you know, it was a generation where families were pulling themselves up by the bootstraps, and so they had to work for it. Like, it was, it was hard work, and now we're reaping the benefits. I mean, just look at technology. Like, shit, we can communicate with anyone anywhere and don't have to put any effort into it. And it's that sort of lack of effort that creates an indifference that I think contributes to this, like, youthful problem that we have in our culture. I'm all about being youthful as long as I can. Does that mean responsibilities? No, well? I'm just saying I mean, feeling youthful, you know? I think there's a difference between feeling youthful and believing Wait. that you are still a youth. Yes. I, I, if that makes sense. I mean, it feels like semantics, kind of, but... I, I think there's, there's a sense of, well, I'm just, you know, I can do whatever, free of consequence. I mean, look at... Fuck, look at people posting on Twitter and Facebook. They oh, have gosh. they have no regard, no regard for what anyone else is thinking of them. That's like a very egocentric, childish thing to do, is to be like, I'm venting my feelings out there because I can't control myself. Like, I, I can't process it I, the way I an don't adult care would. What, I don't care what the topic is. I strongly dislike seeing stuff on Facebook where people are venting about something, whether it's for a good cause or not of just venting their thing into the cyberspace. I don't, I just don't like that. I don't care if it's something good or something bad or whatever it is. I just, all I really care for is just like seeing pictures and stuff, which is why geared towards Instagram and like stupid ass (laughs) memes sometimes. Um, Which is, which I think is so much better than engaging in this perpetual because yeah. it's like, is this an adult behavior or a child, childish behavior? Yeah. Doing what you're doing, like throwing a temper tantrum online, basically. Yes, exactly. Is it childish or is it adult? It's childish, right? And that's what we have become accustomed to, so no one really thinks about it anymore. It's just like, well, of course, everyone can post whatever they want on social media because that's what everyone else does. It's fucking lemmings jumping over the cliff. <laughs> you're just yeah. watching them just... Yeah. You know what I wish... Facebook brought back. Do you remember when there were likes and there were dislikes? Oh my god, when there were dislikes, dude. Yeah. In in this era, I could not imagine dude. what that would be like if, if there were dislikes. People would troll and dislike just to dislike. Just look at Facebook yeah. or uh, YouTube videos, man. Yeah. People in in super controversial videos, people can express their negativity and the comment section too. But again, there's no filter because everything is also anonymous. I want to see what happens in 30 years. I'm so pumped to be 100 years old. Oh, we're totally getting to 100. It's so, so weird excited. to hear people in my parents' generation say, yeah, we're looking to live to like the mid-80s. And it's like, I'm looking at... I'm looking at 125. I'm looking at... 115, 125. Mid-100s, like 105. To 109. Yes. Would be would be by the time we get to that age, I think that we'll we'll be in the hundreds. Like oh the, for sure. The the low hundred hundred aughts. I um. I uh. Was looking at I can't remember why oh I was looking up info on. Atomic Blonde, that new Charlie's Theron movie movie Charlie's Theron movie that's oh, coming I've out. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. And it takes place in, like in the eighties, and then I was thinking about like Berlin and the Berlin Wall and stuff um and i love that we were around when the berlin wall was still up 
Yeah, dude. We were little babies, but it's like, how crazy is that? When were you born? Well, when I was born, the Berlin Wall had not yet been taken down. That's so weird to think about. That that, that, <laughs> that will be a signifier of our oldness. I mean, Russia it, it was still is known as the Soviet Union. Soviet Union, yeah. I mean, dude, like you know, 9-11, you think about East that. West Germany. That was one of my first, you know, flashbulb, or that that is a flashbulb memory when, yeah. we, when we were in high school and 9-11 happened. No, I was junior high. I was like 7th grade or 8th grade. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, you're yeah, right. You're I'm shaking sorry. your I'm head, sorry. no, and I'm no, just no, like, no. in my head, I'm like, nope, no, I'm no, right, no, you're wrong. you're right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I conflate, I was conflating. Yeah, 2001. Uh, yes, yeah, we were in 7th grade. 7th grade. I believe. I've no, been... this was eighth grade, two thousand one, mm. two thousand two school year, September two thousand one. So it was a 01, 02 school year. O two was our freshman year of college, okay. of high school. I just remember that they were considering having football practice later that day, and I was so pissed because I didn't want to go to football practice. Really, like that was my concern at the time. I had no conception of like I saw what was happening on TV, and I knew that's what everyone was talking about. No one at the school was talking about it though. Do you no remember? One at Hadley. Do you remember in seventh grade when they evacuated the school because there was a bomb threat? Yeah, I do. They've had a couple of those. Yeah. I remember when they sent us home after the power went out, I think it was. At West? At West, yeah. yeah. It was like a half day. That was It was just so legit. it was so hot that it shut down the generators. Yeah. And we lost power. That was legit. So they just sent us home. Yeah, I that remember, was that was an awesome. I day. remember when that happened, I was in lunch and they were uh oh no, this is a separate day. This was like a fire drill, I think. Because I remember the lights were still on. Um, there was a fire drill during lunch and we're like walking out I'm like shit man and there I see a cup of unopened pudding sitting there by itself like no other lunch no other lunches sitting around it or anything and I'm just like shit no one like and I just grabbed it and there was a spoon there and everything and I just opened that up and just was munching on that while we were like outside waiting to go back into school. And I thought it was so perfect and so great that it was just like calling my name, completely unopened, spoon still in the wrapper. It was just sitting there in the middle of the table. There were not any other lunches around it. So it's not like it, there was no indication that it actually belonged to anybody. It was just there and I swooped it before anybody else did. I, I, I've had a couple of those moments <laughs> where it's just like, yeah, I mean, there's no one around. Like, there's yeah. nothing around that it would indicate it was any, anyone's, but yeah. it's just there, yeah. That it's was interesting. great. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of times, too, do you remember the vending machines in Beaster? Like, you'd hit, like, yes. G9 for, like, chips, and at the same time, it would activate, like, the Snickers. We to would always be, be trying to figure out yeah. how to manipulate the vending machine. People yes. would say, too, you can, like, if you po- if throw in a dollar with, like, a hole in it and tie, like, a fishing line around it, but make the dollar, put it, mask it with, like, tape, like, it feeds the dollar and then it recognizes it, and then you, like, you're supposed to, like, yank it and, like, pull it out or something <laughs> stupid like that. I feel like I've that's just, like, an urban that. legend, though. That just sounds like an urban legend. Like, cow tipping? They, yeah, like, cow tipping. Exactly. Tip over exactly. a fucking cow. No. <laughs> what were you about to say? No, yeah, the, I've, I've seen a couple of shows on the vending machines these days. They are complicated, dude. They yeah. use lasers and all this sort of nanotechnology. It's, wow. It's nuts. I don't know if it's nanotechnology, but I like it. It's small. It's it's mini yeah. technology, and it's really cool. I remember seeing the vending machine for the first time, like the drink one, where you have the thing, it like, it comes up and moves over and grabs the drink and comes back and moves down. I remember oh, like yeah. seeing that one time, I was like, I'm living in the future right now. This is so crazy. Oh, yeah. This because is so it had, crazy. Yeah, because it just set it down It was gently. just like... 
then opened yeah. up like fuck this is great um I but d- yeah that's pretty cool I do want to touch on because we actually haven't we haven't talked about this since uh Game of Thrones man yeah um just touch base because I have I have been just loving the first two episodes I have a feeling yeah five left right yeah gosh you can't stretch it out three at like why can't they just make it ten episodes cost too much really because the entire world is watching the show oh totally it's a huge production thing man. more people I mean, watch like it's like seven movies in a year more like people watch the first episode of this season than the final episode of last season 16.5 million people and that's not including uh, illegal streaming downloads which will pro- would probably be in the millions um, Add another five million for sure, easy. I bet. Possibly, uh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't surprise me. It really yeah. would. Um, and then compare it to the ten million from the season finale last year. I think it was. Yeah. Made ten or twelve million, but yeah, blew it out of the water, and everyone was like, "Shit." Yeah. It was good. Um, it was satisfying that opening scene. Spoilers, by the way. Oh yeah, that was cool. To- uh, I'm happy with the conclusion of episode number two. With the uncle, uh, you're on gray joy. Yeah, and the and how Theon just jumps his ass into the water. That was so. I was, yeah. I mean, yeah. Theon, that so that uh, I was wondering. I was like, is he really gonna revert to the coward that he was? Yes. It's like because he doesn't have is a he, pain is as he he's reek. been broken. Yeah, reek. he's been broken. Reek. Um, I've had this conversation with so many people, but um, yeah. I think I can speak for most people. Not a big fan of seeing Ed Sheeran in episode one. Was pretty disappointed. Not necessarily because it's Ed Sheeran, but you put any major worldwide known celebrity in there and you are removing the viewer from the world of Westeros and Game of Thrones. And for that brief moment in time, though for those mo- for those few seconds or scenes, you're just thinking, oh, Ed Sheeran. And you... The moment... It's just... No, no. Why did they do that? that? Why did they do that? That is that upset that, me. That is so funny because that is seriously like verbatim the argument that I've heard from three three different uh, podcasts slash YouTube videos that have talked about that. Yeah. Of, of that that is the number one complaint is that it removes you from the illusion yes. of the the being in immersed in this world of being like this is in a different time in a different place like and yes. it's real. It's yes, real. It is. And yes. when you insert. Someone in our world, it's like, it's no longer real. It's yes. like, you know, yeah, yeah, you're distracted. Agreed. It distracts I thought you. there was just like, who's next? Like, Ariana Grande or Taylor Swift is going to make an appearance? Like That's what you were saying, it's, yeah. Or even if it's not like some pop star, but you throw like George Clooney in there or something weird like that. It's still doing the same thing now, where you're removing the viewer from the world of it's so, it's Now, for me, it was interesting. I didn't, I didn't recognize him. But I have a problem with recognizing faces. So for right. me, it didn't. It it was just I was able to just keep moving on. It I was just like, oh, that's so interesting. He's singing. He has a really nice voice. That's the extent of what yeah. I thought. Not knowing necessarily. I mean, I know what he looks like after I saw his picture. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. I I, re- I would recognize him. But it didn't come to mind as I was watching it. So I'm just, uh, all I'm thinking is, damn. Like I just want him to keep singing. Like that's cool. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Like this is this is nice. But I thought that the scene focused on the dude with the black hair more like he had yes. the speaking roles and all that so they tried yeah. to minimize him and in ed, ed sheeran's uh sheeran 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 ed sheeran's defense uh 
he's he's a nerd, man. He's <laughs> like he did um, he did Icy Fire and Ice for the Hobbit movie, the second Hobbit movie, I believe. Oh yeah. Baller song. I love that. I I've listened to that probably a hundred times. Uh, Great song. But he's he's engaged in the fantasy world, so I'm like, okay. In in hindsight, he like he didn't take me out of the moment just because. Yeah. But I'm the exception, so I under I understand the complaints of people. Like, it's but I'm legit, trying to figure out with the producers and everything. Like, what are you trying to accomplish by inserting a super f- world famous? celebrity into Game of Thrones. I, you know, I, I would be interested to see what the story behind getting him on, if it was, like, him requesting it, of being, and just having the connections, being in the fantasy world, of, I mean, maybe he knew George yeah. Martin, and George Martin called in a favor. Yeah. I mean, it could it could be anything. What I'd are, be interested uh, to hear what... What are your... Do you have any predictions? They can be vague or detailed. Oh, man. I believe this. I believe those, those dudes that Arya came into play with, Ed Sheeran and the guy who was talking about his kid... I feel like she's going to be in trouble and they're somehow going to save the day for her at somewhere down the road. You don't think so? Absolutely not. Why? Because they're not going to include Ed Sheeran in the second. Okay, maybe not Ed Sheeran, but maybe just... No, they wouldn't include any of them. They were one-off. It was a one-off Interesting. It could be... No, I mean, anything's possible in Game of Thrones, so it could be true. I would say just it's... In my opinion, it's unlikely. Um, But that's just my opinion. But you... Yeah, you think that... Cool, yeah. It would be cool for them to... Yeah. To come back and, like, save the day. Because I think she's going to be back at Winterfell by next episode. I think she'll be back home. Um, I could be wrong. I mean, I like that. uh, Who's that that, uh, guy that made the, like, the wolf cookie for her or the wolf bread that she sees that she hadn't seen? Oh, Hot hot Pie. Yes. I like seeing him. Yeah. It's so cool. And then uh, Nymeria, the dire wolf. Yeah. The reunion. You're right. Now, I thought they all got killed. No. She, Nymeria ran off in the first season before getting killed by Ned Stark, a.k.a. Joffrey, a.k.a. Robert Baratheon. Wait, the wolf did? The big wolf? Sansa's wolf got killed. Arya's... All, all of them except one got killed. No, just Sansa's. Sansa's was the only one that was killed at King's Landing. And then... Wait, no. Didn't most one of them... Most of the dire wolves One died. of them got killed with the, arrow, with the arrows when uh, the... When Theon's father, the Red Wedding. The Red Wedding, yes. Uh, Rob, Rob Stark's direwolf got killed then. So yeah, most of them are dead. Jon Snow's is still alive. Arya's is still alive, but not with her. And I think Bran's... No, Bran's died. And the Hodor thing, did he? You yeah, remember? maybe, I don't know. I can't, I, can't, I can't remember. Well, the problem is, is that it. the reason why they don't include direwolves more is because the CG budget is just so big it's the equivalent to like trying to make a giant like oh. that's how intense the cgi effort is that's why you haven't really seen the dire wolves in, yeah. in the show it just costs too much which is like it's one limitation yeah. it does everything else perfect but there could be more dire wolves any other predictions uh no i was yeah no long term short term who do you think like what do you do you think who do you think is gonna die i mean a yeah key that's character that's gonna get killed who who's on the top of your list? I wouldn't be surprised top if three. I wouldn't be surprised if um, Littlefinger gets killed. Mm-hmm. Um, I concur with that. I kind of want him to get killed though. Is the thing? So oh, like he's totally he's totally signing his death warrant right now. You can see his um, character plot just heading towards the execution block. Maybe uh, uh, Brienne getting killed. 
you Ooh, think? That would be interesting. And some valiant act of honor. Um, Lord Phasma, Captain Phasma. Who's Captain Phasma? From Star Wars. She's the silver stormtrooper in Star Wars. Who is she in the movie? She's... Oh, that's Brienne? That's Brienne. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I don't really know. It's too... I don't know. I think I'll have a better grip on it after episode three. So I had I had floated the, the suggestion that Tyrion was going to be the one, and I was wrong about that, because you're on Greyjoy. We had, we had talked briefly about that off camera. Oh, yeah. That Or off mic, that I thought that you're on Greyjoy was going to try and go and kidnap Tyrion and bring him There's back. There's still time. We're only two episodes in. That's the thing, is that I was wondering if Tyrion was going to bite, bite the dust this season. Dude, like, they could still kill anyone. Oh, you know they what I would really love to see is Jon Snow and... Uh, Daenerys. And Daenerys, yeah, get together with and and uh, like be lovers, little, dra- little dragon babies. Yeah, I would do. They'd be I was related. Thinking, They'd be related. I was thinking about like that too. How would they? They'd be cousins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd want them to get together for sure. And they have, they have such a huge ass army. Well, people are wondering if that's going to be like the culmination, the the whole the whole of the idea of a song of fire and ice is that Sam. At the Citadel is actually going to take up the Archmaester who's currently writing the history of what's going on in the world and add his own, like, thing. So this is, like, what's going on, and Sam's writing it, and he ultimately titles that tome in in that world A Song of Fire and Ice because Danny and John end up getting together. Like, some, some people are predicting that's how it ends up ending, and that's why it's called A Song of Fire and Ice is because... John oh, as wow. being the, a resurrected ice lord and Danny being the mother of dragons. Yeah. Get together, Song of Fire and Ice, and that's like it. That is a it's great a, it's way. It's an interesting theory. I like that theory. Conclude. Yeah. Man. Man. I'm so excited for this series. Ugh. How they're gonna end it, and and George Martin too might be coming out with his. Well, with his book, book I'll next, do next that. Year, next year, HBO is taking over. Oh yeah, they rule. Gosh. Well, I think that concludes this episode. That's a good note to end on. A song of Fire and Ice, Danny and Jon Snow. Uh, you're waiting on it. Oh, I'd be excited. I think. Uh, I think. I agree with you though. Let her little fingers gone. By the yeah, end of fuck this that guy. Season. Totally. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Dude, you're like playing with your mic now. All right, we're done. We're done. With that, we what's say. Your, what's your sign off? My sign off. Winter is here. <laughs> I love it. Winter is here. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Every time. Just two times. Oh, fuck. <laughs>